Good afternoon. I am Pastor Antonio Eubanks of Heath Ministries, where we believe in using the Word of God to heal, empower, and teach so that you may be properly equipped to help establish the kingdom of God and its principles in your families, communities, and world. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to attend our Sunday service for a life-impacting experience. Please visit our website at heatministries.org for more information. We would love to hear from you. But for now, we pray that you enjoy this message. God bless. chapter 2 verse 10 because what, what, what this weekend I do I do before I get going with that I do want to just you know give 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 honor where honor is due to my wife Pastor Paula for for the event that she put on this weekend a purpose for destiny 2016 it was a it was a great event people's lives were changed I mean if your Friday night was off the same like ridiculously then then Saturday with the workshop then last night I mean everything was was it was in order and even when the enemy tried to rat his little ugly head like the enemy do amen but he said what the God the word of God says what when the enemy come in like a flood and even though that wasn't even a flood it was a little raindrop amen we got to start looking at the enemy for what he is the enemy appears to be a flood but a lot of times he ain't nothing but a little sprinkle he ain't nothing but a little raindrop you just wipe that off and keep on going amen we got to quit worrying about what the enemy doing we got we got to take our mind he we take your mind off a defeated foe amen you know, I think a lot of times we, we focus too much on what, 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 what he doing. It's like, he gonna do what he do. It says in the word, he seek whom he can devour. That's what he do. You go to and fro, back and forth, and so be it. But we have a greater power. We have something called dominion, which means that the word of God that is in the spirit realm can be spoken into this realm and change everything. Yeah. Get that. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, it says... For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand. That is, Dr. Harris, that we should walk in them. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand. That we should walk in them. One more time. For we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. Which God prepared beforehand. That we should walk in them. The, per the theme of this weekend purpose for Destiny Company was birth, grow, and, and live. Birth, birth your purpose. Know, know, know that that purpose is in you to be birthed. And then you, then you grow that thing once you discover it, kind of like a baby. Then, then you live in it. And God pointed me to this scripture right here. It says, for we are his workmanship. That's powerful. That's the birth. God birthed us. He says that we are his workmanship. If you look at it right there, it says, for we are his that right there ought to get you stirred up and happy right there. For we are his. We really don't even have to finish the rest of the scripture because that means that we are God's. That means that we belong to him. That means that 
We are his possession. That means that we are the apple of his eye. If, if, if we are his, don't you know that if you belong to God, that God ain't going to let nothing happen to you? You belong to God. He's going to protect you. He's going to watch over you. He's going he's gonna to empower you. He's going to heal you. He's going to restore you. He's going to do whatever. Just think about what the stuff that you own, how well you take care of it. God says that you are my possession. But then it says that, that we are his workmanship. So then I said, well, God, you know, so I said, well, this one scripture, little level, I want to break it down. And if you look at workmanship, workmanship, when I look it up in the dictionary, because sometimes you read the word, like I say, when you're looking at just one scripture, you break down the words. And he says, we are his workmanship. What does that really mean? And I look it up and it says, workmanship is the skill with which something is made. See, we were skill, we were made with skill. We, you were even even if your mama them told you you was an accident. God says no, I, I skillfully made you. Meaning, I took some time to design you. Meaning, I I, I thought about you. I, I put purpose in you. You you got a reason to be here. You're not just an accident, just waiting to happen. No, it, it, it took some skill to make you. This this wasn't somebody who didn't know what they was doing. It says it's the skill with which something is made and which affects the appearance and quality of the finished object. I'm going to say that again because I don't think y'all got that. It says that it's which something is made which affects the appearance and quality of the finished object. In his image. He says it's something that affects the appearance and the quality of the finished object. So we are his workmanship. That means that when he worked on us, he did what? Changed our appearance to do what? To look like him. To, to change the quality, to be like him. It means that we're not invalid, we are valid. Meaning we're not, we not lacking in anything because then it says of the finished object. See, the problem is we don't realize that we finished. We spend so much time looking at what we don't have and looking at the lack, not realizing that God said, when I made you, I finished you. The only thing is, you got all that dirt from the world on you that you just got to clean off. You don't even realize how valuable you are. It's like finding you in a thrift store somewhere. How do people, they say that they find them little, they'll find like some little old record for 50 cent and then realize that it was a $10 million record or a painting and they scrub off the old painting and realize they had a Picasso. So you don't even realize that you a $10 million Picasso because you won't just clean off the dirt. God says that I finished you. I made you just like me. You have quality. You have, you have dominion. You have authority. He says that we are his workmanship. Workmanship. It's, it's, it's workmanship implies skill. Applies skill. If you ever look at somebody who build a house, a, a master bricklayer, and they, when when they do it, they not just go, they not just go lay the bricks any kind of way and, and have a mortar all crooked and all that kind of stuff. No, they gonna take time with it. See, God took time with you. He he knew. There ain't no surprises to God. God know what you're going through. God know what you done went through. But God said, I ain't worried about that. Why? Because I'm looking at the finished object. I need you to look at the finished object. Because we are his workmanship. Then it says in that next part, it says that we are created in Christ Jesus for good works. 
That's where you grow in your purpose. We created for good works. Good works. What is our purpose? The, 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 the life coach yesterday, she talked about that, that, that purpose truly is, is we're here to help somebody else, to solve somebody else's problem. That's what purpose is. What problem are you solving? And see, a lot of times we focus on our own problem, but guess what? A lot of times what it is is when we start helping people solve their problems, some kind of way ours just magically disappear. Because we take the focus off of what we going through. Because, see, that's the kingdom mindset. Kingdom mindset says that, that I got to die in order to live. Kingdom mindset says I got to give in order to receive. Kingdom mindset says that, that I can't, I got to turn on the cheek. I can't look at the lack. I got to look at what, what the prospering is. And when I say prosperity, I'm not talking about money. Money is the Lord's the common, common denominator in prosperity. Prosperity is when you're prospering in your mind, when you're prospering in your spirit. He said that we were created in Christ Jesus. That's where we were created in, in Christ Jesus. Now, I know it says that we were born into iniquity and all, all sin and all that kind of stuff, but God is telling us that when I originally created you, when I originally thought about you, when I said in the Word, let us make man in our image. I was creating you in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is the word of God. I created you in the word. So if I created you in the word, that means you of the word. That means you are the word. That means that you can speak the word. That means that you have power to shift everything. But see what happens when the word comes into the world, or when the word receives the lies to say, then you get that L in the middle, which is a lie. See, and then that creates the world. The word, the word receives a lie and it turns into the world. But God said, now remove the lies and you will see who you truly are. You are word incarnate. We are like Christ Jesus. We walk, we can walk on the water if we so choose. God is calling us for our purpose. God is calling us to do something. I don't care what age you are. I don't care what you're going through. God is saying, now is the time. I am calling you out of Lodabar. I'm calling you out of the mess. I'm calling you out of the darkness. Now is the time for you to do what I have sent you in this earth to do. Now is the time. There is no other time. Now is the time. He says, in these last days, I will pour out my spirit upon my sons and daughters, and they shall prophesy. What does that mean? They shall declare the word of the Lord over their lives and over people's lives, and things will shift. Things will change. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what you're going through. We got to look at the end, at the beginning. It. Know that it is a finished work. Know that God has already done it. He said we were created in Christ Jesus for good works. Good works. Good works. Good works. Good works. That good. That means God works. The extra always meaning overcome. We can overcome whatever we're going through. Because he made us what? More than conquerors. It says what? Greater is in us than anything that is in this world. We got to believe in stuff, people of God. We got to believe this stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Or it's time to pack up and go home. 
Because I'm believing God at this point for a shift. I'm asking God, well, where do you want this to go? I'm tired of the frustration. I'm tired of, I'm tired of feeling stalled out. I'm tired of feeling like I'm dragging through the mud. But God said, I just was testing your faith. And people of God, that's all he was saying. I just wanted to see if you were going to hold on past the excitement. I just wanted to see if you were going to hold on past the good feelings. Because it's easy to get happy about something and start. But are your goals keep going when it looks like it's over? Are you going to keep going when it looks like it's dead? Are you going to keep going when it looks like it ain't going to ever work out? How are you going to stand then? Because if you can stand then, then God says I can elevate you to where you're about to go. Because we were created in Christ Jesus for good works. Created in the word of God for good works. Good works. We each and every one of us in here have good works to do. I don't care if it's, if it's a business. I don't care if it's a book. It's a ministry. Whatever. You got to start asking God, God, what do you want me to do? What problem do you want me to solve? That's what's going on in this world. The, 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 the church has stopped becoming problem solvers. We got a good thing of uh, calling problems out. But when are we coming with the solution? When are we coming with the solution? And I'm even holding myself accountable because God has poured into me the, the gifts of even with finance or whatever. And now I'm saying, God, if that, that's the problems I'm supposed to help people solve according to your word. That's just one of them. I mean, I do this this thing as well. But 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 God is saying, now it's time to hone in on specific things. What did God call you to do? There's people waiting on your solution. They won't get it from me. They won't get it from them. They waiting on you. They wait on you. They waiting on you. They won't receive it from nobody else. There's people going to die because you won't bring them the solution to their problem. I know that seemed like a heavy weight, but God says we were created for this. We was made for this. Don't you know if God brought you to it, he going to bring you through it? Don't you know if God said I'm going to give you the vision to do it, then I'm going to give you the provision? We can't worry about what we don't have. See, the world messed us up. Yeah, I know you hear this thing in the world that says, you know, you got you to gotta strengthen your weaknesses. You know, find where you're weak at, find where you're lacking it, and strengthen that. No, no. Strengthen your strengths. Who cares about the weaknesses? They going to be there. Find what you good at. Find what you strong at. Find what makes you get up in the morning. Find what keeps you up at night. Where that thing in your mind can't let you go. That's what you was created in. That's the good work in you. That thing in you right there. Find that and strengthen that. Don't worry about the lack. The lack is down. He said there will always be poor among you. But guess what? Christ didn't focus on that. He says I'm trying to point you to the good work. I'm trying to point you to the abundance. He says, I came to give you life and life more what? Abundantly. And see, that ain't even, that ain't talking about money. That's talking about abundance in spirit, abundance in mindset, abundance in resource. God says that you quit focusing on what you got. You, you, we too small minded. 
We're too small-minded. Even, 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 even if you look at here, how we when we came in here, even though we're in a we're in a, what we call a storefront, but 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 we even when we started said we don't want it to look like a storefront. If we still here in the storefront, but don't think that's what our vision is. Don't think that's what see everything starts. He said, do not despise humble beginning. See, some of us are despising where we at. Some of us are despising that we 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 starting off small, but everything great starts off small. Even if you look at a little acorn, it's a little bitty thing. Or we can take it in the word. You look at the mustard seed and it grows into one of the biggest trees. Don't despise the small thing. Why? Because we were created in Christ Jesus. We was created in him. We might be small right now, but what it is inside of us is great. It's great. It's like a popcorn kernel. Inside of that popcorn kernel, you never you never know what's inside of that popcorn kernel until it gets in the heat. Whew. Okay. In the heat. In the heat. I didn't even do that on purpose, eh? <laughs> because when that popcorn kernel gets inside of the heat, the heat ends up it it it. it it, it, it boils the moisture that's inside the kernel, and that kernel starts that that moisture inside of the kernel starts getting so hot that after a while that that, that, that it can't the, the shell can't contain it no more, and then there's an explosion that happens, and that kernel transforms into what we see as the white popcorn. Well, God said that heat and that pressure that you've been going through, that that thing that you've been going through, all it was was trying to boil that moisture that's on the inside of you. It's trying to boil that Holy Spirit that's on the inside of you. And that's the thing you feeling right now. Your shell can't contain what's in you no more. What's in you can't be contained no more. And it's saying it's time to come out. It's time to bust. It's, I know you feel like you're about to explode. I know I am and I can't hold this thing no more. It's like Jeremiah said. I got a fire in my bones and I can't keep it no more. I got to get this thing out of me. Why? Because we were created in Christ Jesus for good works. And then I like this part right here. Dr. Darius helped me in the very beginning. It says, which God prepared beforehand. Prepared. I, I like that. I, I looked that one up too. Because uh, I use a dictionary when I'm when I'm when I'm doing scriptures sometimes. And I looked up the word prepared. And, and, and this and this is this is what it said right here. I, I, I loved it when I saw this. It said, okay, processed, catch this now. I want you to catch this as I'm reading it. Processed, so you're going through a process, by the manufacturer, by cooking, that's that heat, cleaning, that's the blood of Christ, or the like, so as to be ready to serve or use with little or no further preparation. I'm going to say that again. It's the process by the manufacturer, by cooking, cleaning, so as to be ready to serve or use with little or no further preparation. What am I saying? 
God says, I already done prepared the good works. I already done laid them things out. It says that it, 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 you ready to serve. You ready to do this with little or no further preparation. We It's already in you. you the, the only preparation, the only thing you got to do is discover it. The only thing you got to do is unearth it. The only thing you got to do is pop it out. It's already down. It don't need no further preparation. Now, don't get me wrong. I ain't talking about you don't need to be trained or equipped. But what I'm saying is all the training and equipping is doing is helping you unearth what's already down. God says it's already it's like a prepared meal. It's, it's like that. What's that little lady used to do the um the little cooking show the, the 15 minute meal like you use semi homemade semi-homemade. See, you, you, you find some stuff that's already prepared, you add a little more ingredients to it, and then you set it on the table, it's ready to serve. And that's what God is telling us. You already got it. It's already semi-homemade. Because guess what? I made it in my house. Me, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, we sit down and stir it all up in you. We got it all ready to go. Now all you got to do is add a little bit of size, side item with it. Add a little bit of garnishing to it. And now you're ready to serve. You are ready to serve. I don't care where you are. If you're in a school, you're ready to serve. Quit being ashamed of the gospel. Quit being ashamed with God. There are people in your schools right now that need to hear what the word of God says about their life. There are people in your, in your family right now that need to hear what the word of God say. It don't mean you're trying to save them. It don't mean you're trying to deliver them. It says just drop the seed and God will provide the increase. But God has already prepared what? It says beforehand. That's the part I love right there. Beforehand. God says, I already did this beforehand. Beforehand. Meaning, I already thought about it. Everything that you're going through, I already saw it. Everything that you're going to go through, I already saw it. Everything that's going to come against you, I already saw it. Everything that's going to try to take you down, I already saw that. God is not surprised. God is not surprised. Why? Because he is the author and the finisher of our faith. He knows the he knows the end when. At the beginning. He's writing the story, people. All we're doing is just living it out. We're just living it out. Beforehand, it says, in anticipation, in advance, ahead of time. Dr. Darius, I think he said, he said we just, it's already finished. We just got to get there. See, the beforehand, that's why he said, I have prepared a table before your enemies. Before your enemies. Before your enemies. Now, thank you, God. I just caught a revelation on that. See, a lot of times we look at that, the, the, I prepared the table before your enemies. He said, and we see that in, in one aspect that, that your enemies are there and that, and, and that the table is before them, meaning it's in front of them. But God just said, no, I, I prepared the table before your enemies even showed up. <laughs> the table already prepared before. They just, they just showing up, but the table already prepared. All they can do is come and look at the table. They can't touch nothing. It's like when we was kids back in the day, and the mom would put all the food on the table and say, don't you go in there and touch nothing. You touch something on that table, you're going you to you catch it. 
And that's what God is telling the enemy. He said, if you touch anything on that table, if you put your finger in it, I, I swear I'm going to get you. And he said, so the table has been prepared beforehand. He says, if you do something beforehand, you do it earlier than a particular event. Meaning, I, I done done it before. I done done it before all the stuff occurred. I done done it before you thought about it. It's already done. All we got to do is wake up and say, God, show me where it's done at. Show me where you've done it beforehand. Show me where it's already finished at. Show me where I need to do because you have created me in what? Good works. And then lastly, right here, he says that, what is all that there for? That we should what? Walk in him. Walk in him. He birthed us as in his workmanship. He grew us up in, and he grew us up in his word. He says, I created you in Christ Jesus. I created you in my word. I created you in the image of, of my son. It's in you. The word of God, the power of God, the authority of God, the dominion of God. He said, be fruitful and multiply. Have authority, have dominion. I created it all beforehand. Beforehand. So why? That you can just walk in it. 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 Walk in what God has called you to do. Walk in what God has called you to do. Quit, quit saying, God, well, I don't know what God called me to do. I already just told you. He called you to solve somebody's problem. He called you to solve somebody's problem. See, the world got this. The world figured it out. That's how, that's how they sell stuff. It's called pain-based marketing. They identify the pain that you have and they sell you products to solve that pain. And sometimes you don't even have the pain, but they'll make it, they'll make you think you got the pain. You ain't cute enough. You need this makeup. You ain't skinny enough. You need this thing. Even Apple. We didn't know we wanted iPods. Apple just said you you can't listen to your music when you want to. So we just go, we that's a pain for you. You don't realize that? So we're gonna create something that ain't even now. The world get this, but the church don't. God says, walk in it. Walk in it. Walk in it. Walk in it. And I like the power that he said we should walk in them. He didn't say we should stumble in them. He didn't say we should crawl in it. He didn't say we should stand still in it. He said walk. And that walk there is a present participle, meaning it's a continuous thing. It's not just you walking, you stop the way you're going. No, you continually walking in that thing. Walking has an indication of dignity and authority and power. you like, man, how he just walking? You know, you you seen people who got that walking. It just look like they they look like money. They they walk like money. They just they it's a certain air about them. But that's what we gotta get as people of God. There's got to be a certain what air about us. Walk in it, people of God. I'm calling y'all forth at this point. And the division, the, the vision of this house is time to be birthed through through. It's not just for me and Pastor Paul of the birth. 
If you were called here, you were called here for a reason and for a purpose. And that purpose is to walk in the good works that God has created you. And, and our only true job is to get you to, one, identify that, two, to grow in that, and three, to walk in it. That's it. That's it. Walk in that thing. Walk in that thing. Walk in it. Walk in it. Walk in it. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we thank you. We bless your name today, Father. We give you the honor and the praise. Father God, we thank you that, 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 that you won the victory for us. And all we got to do is walk in it. If you won the victory, then why we got to still fight?